Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good evening, everybody. Good night, even. And uh, I hope you're all having a fantastic Wednesday, the 21st of September in the year of our 2022. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been speaking to you. Last time I was speaking to you, I was sitting on, a, on the wet ground in Galway trying to do a post-match uh, review of, uh, of uh, Aston Villa and Southampton. But I'm delighted tonight to have Paddy back. And uh, we're going to go through a couple of things. We're obviously going to talk about some of the most recent developments. There's been an injury bug has bitten. I might do a small bit of a of a talk back on what Paddy felt about the uh, about certain aspects of the, the Southampton game. But before we do that, I want to start off on a massively positive note because the Aston Villa women's team, like what a game that was at the weekend. It was just fantastic to go 2-0 up against against Man City, lose that 2-0 lead and go 3-2 down, and then have the fortitude to be able to come back again and win 4-3 is just Excellent. Like that Man City team is really, really, really good team. I don't think anyone needs to tell to, to tell anybody that. But the Aston Villa new signings uh had really stood up to the plate, as did the did the old guard as well. And and what a great, great and fantastic win that is. Yes, and my my only gripe is that, that I missed the bloody thing. I was too busy to watch it. And for some reason you can't play the women's games back on the Aston Villa app for because I settled down to watch it last night and I couldn't. But got to see the highlights. Um, I was a bit critical last year of our play in the final third. Some of those goals were amazing. Absolutely mm. amazing. So, yeah, hats off to Carla Ward. She is definitely assembling a decent team there. And there's no reason why they can't push on and do a whole lot better this year. Absolutely. And I think, I think one of the things that... 
uh, that kind of struck me was it was the new recruits that have come in there, like the Kenzie Daly who came in, who's their um, new recruit, and then Rachel Daly coming from Houston Dash. I'm not going to sit here and say that I know a whole pile about the women's game. That's I'm not going to rewrite history and gaslight anybody with regards to that. But I do know that they're new additions to the team, mm. and that when they when you see those new guys come in and hit the ground running in such a massively high profile game like that. Well, you know, you have to have uh, have yeah. to have good 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 um outlook for the rest of the season as well. And winning at home, winning at home no matter who you beat at home is a good yeah. win and to beat a team of the of the caliber of Manchester City. Exactly. Is and winning winning at home in front of 6000 plus fans of Villa Park That's is amazing. It. We haven't had yeah. a great record at Villa Park. We lost the Blues there the last time out. Like yeah. I I've, I've watched a lot of the women's game over the last 2 years because because of lockdowns and and not having anywhere to travel to or anything to do ironically when i had something to do i missed mm. the, the game this weekend but it's like if, if you put aston villa shorts on four-year-old kids and let them play in the park i'll go and pay money to watch them because they're wearing villa kits that's just the way i am so regardless of what what your thoughts are on the women's game i find it very enjoyable to watch and um, it's come on leaps and bounds they're technically a million times better when you go back to the time of the, the Aztecs and, and even five years Dr. ago. Dr. Bills and those. Yeah, all those people. So, look, we're um, we're on the up. We're a team on the up. We're a club on the up. Hopefully, uh, they can push on and be well clear that, that they can challenge up near the top. Like, you can stay up in that division with 10 points, which is a bit of a disaster. But um, the fact that only one team goes down takes the pressure off, and, and maybe that'll change in time to come. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's scope there to make it a super league of maybe fifteen or sixteen teams, and make make it that little bit more intense and and have more games played. Yeah, and I, and I think look, it's it's little by little because you know we know with within the league of Ireland here, you know. All intentions can be great, and you can create a Premier League and a second division, so on, and, and and so on. You know, you can create a structure for the teams, but we know only too well that you know it all relies on finance. And yes, teams are being financed. Aston Villa are hopefully going to get even more finances as the years goes go on. Even though United have had a big big injection, Arsenal have always been there. Liverpool, you know, Liverpool have been been, been promoted in recent years as well. And 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 obviously the traditional big big teams there, like Chelsea, Man City, all those guys that that, that have been have been up there. It's going to be all about financing going on. The best thing that could have happened to the Women's Super League is obviously what happened recently with England uh, at international level as well. So uh, 12 teams, I think, is is probably the right number for it at the moment. But over time, the scope should be there to build this as, you know, if they're getting 6,000 in through the gates, even, even if they're only getting 6,000 in through the gates for... 20% of the matches over the course of the season. That's a huge amount. Like even in the League of Ireland here, or in the men's game here in the League of Ireland, there are clubs that don't get 6,000 in through the gate. They might get 6,000 in through the gate cumulatively, oh, cumulatively yeah, over, over the, the course of the, the reason, season. The reason I missed this game is because I was at a League of Ireland game and it. and it was a derby game and it was sold out and I think about 3,900 was all that could fit into the stadium, which yeah. you know is a sad reflection on the League of Ireland and the state of the stadiums really more than anything else. But... You know the the money the money that can be generated from the game if it's run correctly and clubs invest in it because look I I, I think I think promoting the game from from Premier League level up is important for women you may have seen I've had a flag up here in in, in the past it's important um especially with the whole obesity problem that we allow our kids to go and play football 
and, and be included um, regardless of, of their sex. So, yeah, it's yep. really, really important. Absolutely, absolutely. And long may it continue. And there is an Aston Villa Women's Supporters Club podcast out there as well that focuses on the women's game. We did toy with the idea of maybe doing a dedicated podcast. But look, I suppose it's important as well not to mansplain these things too, you know, and not to just jump on the bandwagon. And look, you know, we can't get access to a lot of the games. and We don't want to spoof it either. It doesn't deserve that. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a spectacle in itself. So um, I have no problem pointing you guys in the direction of podcasts that will be able to cover it in more depth. And, and what I listened to was the Aston Villa uh, Women's Supporters Club uh, podcast. You'll be able to find it on Twitter. And also, um, I think the guys that get around the lamp do, a, or they used to do um, a podcast as well um, with regards to, to, to the women's game. So, um, yeah, it deserves all our support, just like any other club or team that wear the Aston Villa badge. And coming to the, I suppose, towards the men's team, Paddy. Uh, men's team, obviously, last Friday night. We won't spend too much time on this because it's old news at this stage. Men's team on Friday night pulled out a 1-0 win against Southampton. For me, it's very much a case of doesn't matter how dull the, how dull the gold is. It's still gold at the end of the day, you know. You can always try and polish it up at a later date, but... Um, for me, it was very much something that we found in the back of the cupboard um, when we when we were looking and looking and looking for it, and it's going to need a small bit of work as the weeks go on. But a win is a win, Paddy. What was your views in it, and when you you know when you were watching it? Um, well, I'll take you back a week earlier. I think I'm still very disappointed that we didn't get to play Leicester when they when they were at their lowest ebb. And let's face it, they are at their lowest ebb. We're we're not going to get Leicester in a worse position than that again this season. Mm. Um. And we're not going to probably play them until the new year anyway. So it's just our look. 7th um, of January, it's looking like, yeah, it's next yeah. available so week. We will um, we'll just have to reserve judgment on that one. But it just it just, it just, just shows our look because, you know, if, if we'd have got that result against Man City, beating Leicester, beating Southampton, the league is looking a whole lot prettier. We're, we're, we're higher up. We're safe. People are looking at it a bit differently. So people are looking at the game differently because of that. So because we're stuck on seven points from seven games, isn't that what it is? Mm. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's staying up for him. That's what it is. That's all it is, is staying up for him, a, go- a point a game. So from my point of view, did I enjoy the game? No, I didn't. First half was okay. Uh, I thought we got I thought we got very sloppy in midfield after Kamara went off. Um, but as you say, if we can win ugly and win ugly 15 times and then win pretty five or six times, we're looking at European places. And that's that's the moral of the story. So if you tell me we're going to win ugly 15 times and, and, and win pretty six times, I'd be very happy with that. Oh, 100%. And we can critique the style all we want, absolutely. And that that is what we absolutely will do. But, mm-hmm. um, like, I, I, and I'm going to be really honest, you look at it, Brighton were dour at times last season. Absolutely dour. Mm-hmm. And they were grinding out draws. And they were maybe getting a sneaking a win here and there. You look, you look at Brighton. I don't know. Did they have something like fifteen draws last season? And you know that's fifteen points. Obviously, we would have killed yeah. for ten draws last season. Ten draws last season would have catapulted us up the league. You know, so um, it's it's very much a case of trying to set a platform for this team mm-hmm. and then for for the build. So um, and, and let, yeah, let's be honest, style, Neil, style was it, poor. Like to to win ugly. We need to be winning ugly against the teams who are in around those European places. Not the likes of Southampton, not the likes of Everton, not the likes of Bournemouth. Oh, no, I, I, I couldn't you know, care so, less if, if, so if we I, I, I'm just, everyone. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to look at it 
from from other people's eyes because other people are obviously pissed off at the performance. Well, look at the three raw eyes. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm doing. I'm playing, I'm playing through devil's advocate here. Um, but look, it's, uh, John Steele says that's how Hampton performance is the worst I've ever seen. Villa performance was a close no, second. the worst I've yeah. ever seen. Good God, no. I've seen worse. I've oh, seen I've a seen lot worse, worse yeah. than that. Remy Gard, let's. Remy Gard. That season was turgid. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. And you, you know what the big point about the big thing that John said there was, I'm still worried at the end. And you absolutely have to be because there's like, it's not like we're rehabilitating Steven Gerrard after a win and a draw. That's absolutely not the case. He's still on a mm. hot seat. He still needs to produce. I'm just happy that we're winning, that we're getting points when we're still in this area of uncertainty, I suppose, whether, you know, can he Correct. do it or can he not do it? Because I think you're a lot more, you're not more, um, uh, how would I put it? You're not more of a prospect, you know, if you have a basis of points there, then you are, because you start becoming Pulis territory. You know, if you're if you're rock bottom and if you're if you're anchored down there, and um, you start becoming big Sam territory, then so I think that if we can get some sort of bedrock, and if it still isn't working out, then you know you're a better prospect. I think for things, yeah, yeah I, de I definitely think. And look, we're going to talk about another reason why we should be worried as well in a minute. I think Absolutely. because it's a uh, <laughs> because it's uh, a <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely one of the things that should worry people. I think in in, in a way, um, and to be honest with you, well, we blame tactics we blame formations we blame maybe not digging into the transfer market a small bit too much at times or a small bit at times should i say i don't think we can put any blame on either of these two players injuries down to anything other than just bad luck i think um i know there will be people out there that will 100 blame oh the coaching staff are putting too much pressure and oh and all this kind of stuff but that's fine if you want to do that bring me evidence that's what i would say that's, in that instance that, that, it's not it's not pressure that that, that caused that injury it was just a, a complete nah. Hyper extension of, of the knee in that situation where somebody is fully committed and they couldn't fully get there. Mm. So you're you're unfortunately if he doesn't go for it, he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. He had he had to yeah. make some attempt to play the ball. And we're talking about Bubakar Kamara here about Bubakar Kamara's knee yeah. injury, which hasn't been it hasn't been fully confirmed the extent of it by yeah. the club, which, which is the, which is the worrying thing here because. You know, it's it's quite obvious that he he must have been scanned at this stage. So what are we four or five days on at this stage? You can be sure it was scanned Sunday or Monday. And no, no official word on what it's what it is. And then worryingly, we got the news yesterday that Luca. Di well, let's let's yeah, we'll get on to Luca Dean in a moment. Yeah. We we'll get on to Luca Dean in a moment. But I'm just trying to think, Paddy. Remember towards the end of last season, didn't didn't Villa do something similar? They never disclosed what happened to Luca Dean. And then it was presumed it was a dislocated shoulder. And they put up this big get well soon, Luca Dean post on Twitter. And then he was back playing two weeks later. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was it was a, yeah. it was an extraordinary situation because like it was it was almost confirmed that it was a dislocated shoulder or broken shoulder or something. I can't remember the exact, exact thing yeah. for it. But like they were looking at maybe 12 weeks out, you know, end of season job. He's back playing two mm -hmm. weeks later. I'm just wondering, are the club getting second opinions on it? Because Ben Dinnery or Ben Dinnery, whatever his name is, he analyzes injuries based off video or whatever it is. And he seems to think that it's an MCL injury. And when you look at it, MCL injuries could be anything from eight, eight days to eight weeks. Um, now, obviously, if it's an ACL injury, it gets a bit longer. It gets, you know, we're talking months. 
So yeah. he seems to think that it's an, an MCL hyperextension. Now, I wonder if the club, while maybe it has been scanned, I wonder if the club are, if the club are weighing up their options, whether they get it via surgery, whether they go the surgery route for for it, or whether they go the natural healing route. And it's actually it's something that uh, I think they should do because uh, you know it's it's worth it's worth trying to figure out if 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 he can come back because MCLs can they're. You see it in the NFL an awful lot, and I always go back to that because it's a very high high turnover injury game. You see it with running backs, they sprain their NCL or they or they mm. hyperextend their, their knee like that. And uh, some of them get get uh, surgery and they're out for the year, and then some of them don't, and they come back right as rain again within six weeks, you know, and it's miraculous stuff, you know. So yeah. I wonder if that's what the club are being slow about. Yeah, look, we're we're second guessing as well because we're we're being told what it is yeah. by certain people, but nothing from the club. Yeah, absolutely. So we we don't know how bad it is. Uh, all we know is, as Pete Tandy is asking there, was Kamara going on international duty? No. Yes, he was. He was. He was called up, wasn't he? No, it wasn't. Himself and Dini were both left out. Dini was called was called up. Uh, was called up for, to cover for the injury to Theo Hernandez, and then it was only once he was called up they found out he was injured. He was injured. Okay, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. So I, I, I like there's there's so much f- fake news going around the last few days. I I've decided to tune out and and stay yeah. out of it till I hear something. There's a concrete. lot of we were saying it beforehand, Pay. There seems to be a lot of catastrophe porn in the last couple of days. That like <laughs> people are catastrophizing and 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 everything is so negative, and that's fine. And Peter, that, that that's fine. Yeah. But you know, we're we're seeing that stuff has been been. And you know what? Yeah, it's, 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 it go it goes back to what I just said. If, if we had a drama at Man City beating Leicester, beating Southampton, and we're on a roll, we wouldn't have this catastrophe porn going on. Yeah. It would be a case of God, we're doing well. Okay, a little bit worrying if we're going to be without Dean Kamara, Carlos. Cash, God knows how long these are going to take, and that and that's what everyone's worry is. You know, we're we're doing our we're doing our yeah. best here to, to stay positive, but the moral the of the style, story the is style of play too positive. You know, we can definitely agree yeah. with that. One. Well, the moral of the story is the, the backup. Has he got the backup to cover? He has a Swedish international to cover Luca Dean. He has uh, Ashley Young, who let's face it has been brilliant since he came in for Maddie Cash, but then. Our problem child and our problem child since the championship is that central midfield role. And then Donker. Then Donker will come in, come, uh, Nakamba might get a go. Um, it, there's just no way of telling, but the, there's one thing it doesn't do it doesn't free up John McGinn to do what he's doing tonight for Scotland. And that's, no. that's leading the line in his probably most natural position, scoring goals, captain right. in his team, captain in his country, which is obviously not weighing on him like everybody says. It's weighing on him with Aston Villa. I don't think it is. I think he's just struggling in that position. He's struggling. He, we're struggling to hold on to the ball. As a result, he, he's he's. It's kind of rubbing off on him, and it, it nobody is capable of, uh, of dragging us up by the bootstrings. You know, it's just it's just a difficult situation at the moment because we can't get that midfield right. Paddy, do I know what the most what the biggest piece of catastrophe porn that was put out um, by? some news outlet somewhere, I think it was in Poland, about Aston Villa, was that the Polish coach is baffled and not what was it? The Polish coach Polish coach can't remember the word that they used with, but uh they he said that he's he's been not bemused. Pissed off, I suppose, really, was I suppose that's the word I'm gonna use. He was pissed off that Aston Villa aren't playing Jan Bednarak enough. Yet Bednarak couldn't play against Southampton 
and he signed like two and a half days before the Man City game. So what does he expect us to manufacture games to play Jan Bednarek? Mm. But it just goes to show that when there's... Um, when there's, I, I suppose, when there's a kind of a cloud over the club, and there has been in the past couple of weeks, like other other countries, other managers and stuff like that pick up on that. He had, he probably had no idea that he couldn't play against Southampton. He probably had no idea that he was only signed a couple of days before the Man City game. And yet he chose to have a pop at Aston Villa. If he chose to have a pop at Aston Villa, we don't even know Did if it's he have true. A pop? I, 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 thought, I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious to read that on Twitter today. And I just went, look. That's exactly what happens that when you're down in the gutter, there's people going to piss on you as well, you know. So um, all we can do is remember stuff like that when we're triumphantly yeah. charging up the league some way. So how uh, later on in the cor- over the course of the course of the season. But yeah, poor old justice for Benrack. Justice for Benrack. I'd like to thank Taiwan for... I, I think he was, uh, guys. I'm going to Google it. I, I have a vague recollection of him being called up before the Southampton game. Unless so, he was called up literally the day of the Southampton game, he could have he could have been, but that's in my head that he was called up. He wasn't in the initial squ- squad. No, was he called definitely up, wasn't. As yeah. was Luca Dean on Monday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe I missed it. But, um, as I, yeah, he definitely wasn't named. In, in, I can only find here where it says he wasn't named in the first squad. I can't find anything there. Mm. Quick. No. Granted. How many seconds was that that I googled Bubakar Kamara international call up uh, <laughs> just there? So I, when people say they do their own research, I hope it isn't as short as what I just did there. About eight seconds worth of research, but uh, yeah, no, look, I suppose either way, he's not going anywhere because he's got a, yeah. he's, he's got a duff knee you now for the next next while. So um, I suppose, yeah, it's. Uh, do you want to uh, hear something positive, Neil? How how lean and mean did Diego Carlos look on Instagram yesterday? My God, that man is a beast. He's like a Hereford bull. <laughs> he, he could only like... possibly pick up a, 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 an Achilles or something similar injury because he's ripped in every other department that you can actually rip. Even, did... even his knees look like he has a... I, I don't did... even want to say. Muscle, muscle on muscle is incredible. Yeah, he looked like a bull. He actually did. He had the, he the hind looked like the, like the the hind leg of a poly bull or something like that. You know, guys. Just, oh, yeah, no, I, not that I not that I spend too much time looking at men's legs, but I've never seen legs like that. Never in my life have I seen legs like his. He's absolutely unbelievable athlete. Um, I'm actually here because I sent I sent you guys a picture of it, and I'm going to try and uh, try and pop it up on the screen for those who have not seen it because uh, it is uh, th- it's freakish. It's like 
you know when you see you know when you see cyclists and they're like maybe on week three of the Tour de France and uh did you ever see the cyclists put put, put pictures up on on uh on whatever social media site and they're literally as lean and as pumped as you'll ever see. You know, whether it's pumped or whatever, I don't know. You can see the veins and everything. It's just freakish. It's like it's like an it's like it's like an anatomical kind of um thing you'd see. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say yeah. doll. What's the word I'm looking for? You know, those things that doctors have. They bring you down. They go, here's where the muscle clicks into this, and this is where the <laughs> where the tendon goes in here. And this, if anyone has ever done their their uh, <laughs> ligament or ACL before, like I have, that's what the doctor did. He brought me down this this aid this teaching aid or whatever to show me and his leg looks like that it's freakish i can't i have the the, the thing there but we can't put it up it's going to take me too long so just go look at it in his instagram it's absolutely freakish so i you know sometimes you got to believe steven jared when when he says stuff as well <laughs> you know and he, he's hoping that he's going to be back after christmas and there was a lot of kind of questions about would he be able to do load bearing uh, weight bearing exercises would there be wastage and so on. He's already in the boot. We've already seen him do some. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he did. He had some. He had a uh, a video up or a, a story up of him doing some work in pool already. Uh, so fingers crossed. That would be a huge shot in the arm for us to get somebody mm. like him back early. And going back to the two boys we spoke about there, as I say, if Bubakar Kamara, if it is an MCL strain. Maybe he's only out. Maybe he's out for maximum eight weeks or whatever the case is. If it doesn't need surgery, and same with Lukadinia, it's a stress stress fracture in his ankle. Stress fractures just usually require boots and rest. They don't require yeah. usually require any surgery. Somewhere between four to six weeks. I was reading there that two weeks players can come back after stress fractures. Now, once again, I don't have MD or DR before my name, and it was only Doctor Google that gave me all that advice. But like I think sometimes as well when we put it into context, we've got two weeks here for this international break. Um, I think the the worst part of it is that we'll have a short run in then towards the um with a lot of games towards the World Cup. Yeah. But potentially the World Cup could be coming at a really good time for us if we do have these injuries, albeit we still need to get points in that interim period when we do play the like. Well it just it just right. depends on how quick these guys are gonna come back, you know. That's it, yeah, yeah. It, it when you when you look at who who's out out now. We're we're back to the bare bones of last season. That's that's what getting me. With yeah. the with the with the exception of Philippe Coutinho, who's our new signing, but he was there last year. So it's worrying. It is that midfield is worrying me. I'm not overly worried about our central defensive partnership. I I, I think Kanza did okay the other day. I think I think we'll get him back to what he was. Um, I'm saying that in, in hope <laughs> more than anything else. But look. He doesn't become a bad player overnight. There's a, there's a lot of pressure there. There's an awful lot of pressure to keep his place. So hopefully the, the, the few ricks that he has, he's over them and, and can push on. Um, there's very very few, like apart from the pinball that, that was played at times in midfield, you know, Ollie Watkins working hard. You know, we, 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 we huffed and puffed on, on Friday. We got the goal. That's all we needed. We got the win. We got the three points on the board. It's just unfortunate that... The two big performances we have, we've we've lost Diego Carlos, and now we've lost Bubakar Kamara in 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 the, in succession of our two wins. So, where do we go to from here? I don't know. You know, it's it's it, it, they're going to be strange times to see what he does with that midfield. You look at Scotland played at four one four one, and John McGinn just flourishing in that position, and you're just cry, everybody's crying out just to see him, uh, just for a, a run of games. 
Was one, of the, one of the positives saw it there because John John said he's going for a brace of points, and I was worrying how how, how many is a brace of points, John? This is two, isn't it? That's what I would have thought. But like, <laughs> I th- I, I, if I was going to the local, I might have more than two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'd I'd love to see John McGinn in that role for just a mm. few games, just to see what what he'd offer us. Would would he would he get into that position where he's taking shots from inside the box for a change? And scoring goals like he does for Scotland at at will he does. Now don't don't get me wrong, the opposition isn't always as good as Ukraine, but good finish tonight in the end. So there you go. Uh, one of the things with McGinn or, or this season, I think the Clarence Blue podcast had something up or something. The mail had something up that he's the most tackles in the final third of any midfielder for any Premier League team this season. Bubakar Kamara. Yeah. Has uh, has something like the third most tackles in the defensive third, or there actually might even be the third most tackles of any midfielder, no matter I where think, they are in the field. I think in general, season. yeah, yeah, in, in general, but yeah. Like, I I refuse to go all in on McGinn. He's not having the best of times. People saying that the captaincy is weighing on him. I, I don't think it is. I just don't think we can get that midfield system correct with the correct personnel in there. Um. And like we, we, we played well for, for Man City defensively. We did very, very well. Um, how we go forward without Bubakar Kamara is the worrying, worrying thing. Not worried about Augustinson coming in. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll grow into it as well. And it will be no harm for him to get a get a, a brace of Premier League games or how many that is. Um so look, we'll um we'll we'll reserve judgment on, on everything else, but the the, the middle of the park Again, is our problem, child? Because I think we stop short of buying another. I, th- I think we needed one more in there. I think the Donker is going to prove Neville Deputy. Depri- Depri- oh, I'm sure he will. And, and, and I've, I've been in Donker. Watching then then Donker, like even that game I went to last year against Wolves, he was excellent. Mm. Once they got into their stride, he was absolutely excellent. What worries me is is when they're not in their stride, he goes missing. So let let him prove me wrong when. Uh, when we step out the next day against Leeds, because that's yeah. going to be a tough game. That's going to be not not a, not as tough as 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 Bielsa ball, but it's going to be a tough game. Paddy, mm-hmm. I'm going to mention about the French elephant in the room here now. Freddie Gilbert, do you think he gets on the bench anytime soon for Aston Villa? Um, I think he's just been kept there in reserve and. It it will it would probably take an injury to Ashley Young at this point to get him into the squad. I don't know what he does at right back. If Ashley Young did pick up an injury without him in the squad, maybe he plays Konza or Chambers there. I don't know, but uh, we definitely have no other attacking fullback to call on. Not that I'm calling Ashley Young an attacking fullback. He's a lot more reserved than uh, than Maddie Cash is. So, um. Freddie Gilbert has also played at left back. Might he be the one that gets gets the nod to sit in there if if either of those you know guys? He's also played at left back, Freddie. John McGinn. <laughs> Do you remember that game? John McGinn <laughs> playing at left back. Yeah. Uh that was in the championship, wasn't it? Was it Bruce played him at left back, was it? Or was it Dean Smith? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, um Leighton said uh He's not even made the, the squad list. He has actually made the yes, squad list. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, 
As I yeah. say, there's there's a lot been going around over the last two weeks. It's Look, really just a lot of fake news, a lot, and, and that's there's why a lot of untrue things going yeah. around recently. Yeah, I, I yeah, backed yeah, off on just... social media because I, I'm listening to a lot of rubbish talk. So, um, mind you, people tune in here to listen to us talk rubbish. So oh, yeah. I can't really complain. We talk rubbish with a smile on our face, Paddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than doing it with a skull, anyway. Exactly. Uh, actually, Paddy, there's, it's an interesting one there. You know, um, I've seen it. Uh, somebody asked there is uh, Augustinson. Simon asks, is Augustinson like for like swap with Dina? Augustinson is an attacking left back, but I don't think I don't think outside of the top six that you're going to find a more attacking left back than Luca Dean has been since Stephen Gerrard came in. Um, Augustinson is he's going to want to go forward. But I think the blessing in disguise for, for Luke Dean uh, being injured, although I don't want him to be injured, that's not what I'm saying, is that we've been crying out for our fullbacks to stay a bit, stay a bit deeper. Ashley Young stayed deeper the la in the last game against Southampton. Luke Dean actually stayed a bit deeper as well. He wasn't as far forward. He wasn't the highest player on that left-hand side. Coutinho was further, for further forward yeah. than him. And you could see that Coutinho had a small bit more space. He played a bit better. Played a bit better against for Southampton. Actually, I think that's probably been his best performance in the la since. Yes, it, it take out City at the last day of the season. I think it's been his best performance for since the last Southampton game for Aston Villa. So you know, Dino was curtailed backwards a small bit. I think we'd see Augustinson curtail backwards a small bit more. Maybe we'll come more. Maybe by default and by mistake, we become more more compact at the back four. Maybe then Dunker comes in. Maybe he starts playing the Dunker, Luis McGinn inside there with Jacob Ramsey, maybe a small bit for, for the forward. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm reading a statistic here as well that Jacob Ramsey has the fifth most uh, tackles of any of any central midfielder. Uh, tackles one of any central midfielder in the Premier League this season and uh, at 14 and Bubakar Kamara had 15. So um, I think there's a lot that goes on specifically we, we kind of judge players an awful lot on their abysmal passing which has to be said and I think that's certainly what we can call John McGinn's passing has been really poor this season I think that probably stands out more than maybe tackle winning or getting around the field and stuff like that but we need our passing to be better in midfield even more now that Bubakar Kamara isn't there because he was able to cover serious ground so the questions are out on that midfield again for the fifth time in five seasons yeah. <laughs> Neil, late, Leighton again he hasn't made me angry, he's made me hangry Leighton, you can't be saying things like this when a man is on a diet. So now you have to come in and tell us what biscuits you're eating. Just, biscuits. just so I can dream about eating these biscuits. Go on, let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and also, let's not forget Maddie Cash as well. I think at the time it was mentioned Maddie Cash was four weeks out with a hamstring injury. We're in week two at the moment. And we I, have think we'll see, I think we'll see Maddie Cash after the international break. I think we will too, too. We mm. will too, yeah, yeah, because it was, it was a hamstring And the positivity train. that he spoke with when he, when he was talking about playing for Poland as well was yeah. this, this just came too soon. So yeah. I, I, think he, I think he'll be back in there. But if he's not quite ready, I wouldn't be risking him either. I, I'd play oh. Ashley Young given that he's had a, a, a two great runs of games. And I wouldn't be surprised, and this might sound bonkers, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Ashley Young just shift over to the left-hand side. Yeah, I am saying that. This is Neil. I have not been kidnapped. This is not a hostage video, okay? But I'm thinking that potentially, you know, it gives the option then to have maybe Ashley Young goes to the bench and can cover both sides. Who knows? But um, look, it could is. We, it, it's, could we sign Augustinson or sign him on loan? Loan with an option to buy. Well, then Same. play him. Play him. I think we do as well. Yeah, What's the point do. in having a Swedish international fullback on, on the team and, and not playing him? I know Sweden are not. I know they're not world beaters, but look, let's let's go and let's go and play the player. If he's if he's going to be our player, play him. I don't I don't get 
like, how, how would that feel for a guy to be dislodged by 37-year-old Ashley Young playing? I was Ashley just Googling to see, yeah, he's nine years younger than Ashley Young. Is a he's good 38 player. now, is he? He's 38 now, actually. No, 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 no. He's, 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 July, he's born July 85. Okay. I'm April 85. So uh, I always look, um, and that's probably why I'm so subconsciously so down on Ashley Young is because I was thinking, what could have been? I could still be playing. <laughs> I could, if it wasn't for those pesky kids and their naggins of vodka, I could still be playing. But I don't think you would have looked after your body quite as good as you got in there. <laughs> I, I didn't Friday night or Saturday night. Uh, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Um, yeah, look, I think, guys, that's actually going to do it. We, there isn't too much to talk about. What we might do is, well, what we will do is we might we will come back over the weekend, maybe just after the weekend to, um, obviously, if anything breaks, we'll jump on. But we might come back. Oh, watch, Garth Brooks is in as well. This man was hot-stepping it out and line-dancing at Garth Brooks last weekend. Uh, Garth Brooks. One of, one of our, one of our uh, regular listeners made me a bet today that he would donate 50 quid to the Aston Villa Foundation if I wore my Gap Brooks hat today. So there you go. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> I, I was waiting for somebody to chat in there to say that's the cowboy hat that somebody that Stephen Jared should be wearing or something like that. I don't know. I was expecting somebody to make a joke about cowboys anyway <clears throat> in the in, yeah, the, yeah. In, in the thing there. Um just before we go actually because Tuan you actually asked this question to me on the team sheet tantrum and on the post match and I only saw it afterwards because I was doing it on my phone. But just before we go Paddy um, can we talk about Cameron Archer? Wasn't even in the squad squad list for Southampton. Is he injured or just been sacrificed because we get Jared is scared of losing? I thought uh, this is the best game for him to play in. I don't know is he injured, but he wasn't included I, in the under twenty one squad either. I think he had a knock. I think he did have a knock, hmm. um, and that's why he didn't play. I'm open to correction, but I vaguely remember uh, when the team was announced. One of the journalists, not not one of the uh, fake news guys, had said that it, 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 Cameron Archer had a knock. So I, I was more disappointed that it wasn't our uh, proper striker up front. But anyway, there you go. Against his old team, he was um, nailed on to score goals. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, as I said, no, Cameron Archer isn't like there's no bomb squad or anything there for Cameron Archer. I think the fact that he wasn't named in the, the England or the 21 squad either probably goes to say that maybe there was just some sort of fitness concern for him um, or something along those lines, but uh, nothing too serious from that point of view. Um, maybe we might see him called up mid-international duty for the England squad if he proves his fitness or if there is any knocks within the, within the team as well. I think that will tell us a small bit more, but... Guys, as always, thank you so much. Absolutely, really, thank you for for uh, joining us tonight. Um, as I say, we will be back if anything breaks over the next couple of days. We'll be back with a with an international roundup of after the yeah. the um, Europa League or the Nations League games after the course of the weekend. I myself, the most important game that I can win in football, I will be watching this weekend. Will be on Friday night, Ireland under twenty ones versus Israel under twenty ones, and I think it's going to be an absolute banger. Of a game, so um, that's where I just that's the only game of football I want to watch this weekend. So, um, after that, we will talk about anything Aston Villa, um, or anything maybe, 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 um, we'll get the speak pipe open for the middle of next week, maybe, and take some. Oh, god, yeah, yeah, we had we literally we know we know when nobody uh left anything on speak pipe. Do you know what? Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Give us a uh, where am I going to? Where's my speak pipe? Guys, if you want to talk about anything to do with Aston Villa, load up the voicemails. Anybody and everybody can leave a voicemail on speakpipe.com for the love of Paul McGrath pod. Um, we will do a podcast with your um, with your voicemails because I meant to say that after the last game, 
didn't get any in. I'd love to love to 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 get those questions that way because sometimes the comments can be either I'll misconstrue them because of my four-year-old reading capabilities, or um, or, or maybe I might uh, I might misread them. So can't really misread a a voicemail. So get those, get sending those in, and uh, we will do a voicemail pod. And ho- and hopefully that we won't be talking about any more injuries from the international duty. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. So guys and gar- guys and gals, we will leave you and uh, we will, as always, love you and thank you so much for your time tonight. Um, stay safe, stay healthy and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.